Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 3, Episode 47. All right, you found a great candidate and you want to make an offer. Don't forget the background check. Now, I think background checks are a great idea for prospective employees. While they can't tell you everything about a person, they can give you a bit more insight. And even more importantly these days, help confirm the candidate's identity. Oh yeah, that's a thing. With a lot of companies doing remote hiring now, there are times they may not even meet the candidate in person until well into the process. A background check will at least verify that the social security number is valid, take a look at past residences, and of course, provide information on prior criminal history. Now, I'll get into the criminal check issues in a minute, but first, let's talk about some of the requirements around doing background checks. On a national level, background checks for employment are managed by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, or EEOC. They ride herd on all things discrimination, harassment, etc. And anytime you use information from a background check to help you make a decision about hiring someone, well then, you have to comply with federal laws protecting candidates and employees from discrimination. And the EEOC enforces those laws. There are also a fair number of regulations around background checks at the state and sometimes even local level as well. It's important that you make an offer before you run the background. While the laws are different in different states, in many states, like California, you can't delve into certain areas with someone who is merely a candidate. And in fact, a new update to the law says you can't even consider information that the candidate may have volunteered during the interview process. So it's best to make a conditional offer before running the background report. A conditional offer is just like a regular employment offer, except it states that the offer is conditioned on receiving satisfactory references, which may include a background check. Additionally, background checks fall under the Fair Credit Reporting Act. You know, that thing you hope will help you when you're fighting with your credit card company? Well, they cover background investigation notices too. You have to provide the federal and state disclosure notices, write summaries, and you have to get written consent from the applicant. Now, generally, your background check company will provide all of these documents to you for use with the candidates, and it's critically important that you provide all these notices and get the consent before you run the background check. And a pro tip here, always use a full-service background check company. 
This is no time to try a DIY solution. A full service company will get you the most accurate information and they'll provide all the required notices, summaries and authorization. So make it easy on yourself and stay out of trouble and use a company that specializes in background checks. Now, you should also know that there are different types of background reports that you can request. In addition to criminal checks, you can do employment and education verification, driving record checks, identity verification, credit history checks, and almost everything in between. The catch is the information you seek has to be related to the job duties. So if the job doesn't require the person to drive on the company's behalf, then you don't have a valid reason for pulling a driving record. And that applies to credit checks as well. Now, I know a lot of employers want to run credit checks, but it's illegal in California unless you can demonstrate that the job has specific requirements. For example, the job is non-retail and involves regular access to a customer's date of birth, social security number, and bank or credit card information. So basically, if they have access to all the info that they're going to need to hijack someone's identity, or if the person will have regular access to cash totaling $10,000 or more. Now, there are exemptions, but for most jobs, it would be best to stay away from credit checks because most jobs just won't qualify. All right, so what do you do after the background report has come back and it has a ding on it? Well, you may have heard about a movement called Ban the Box. The name stands for getting rid of the checkbox that usually appeared on employment applications asking if you have a criminal history. More generally, the movement advocates for expanding employment opportunities for people who may have a prior criminal conviction. Basically, you're not allowed to simply deny someone a job just because they have a criminal history. You have to really look at both the infraction and the job duty requirements to figure out if the job will be impacted by the conviction. You'll notice I said conviction. Well, generally, you can't even consider anything that didn't result in a conviction or was referred to a diversion program. Convictions that have been sealed, dismissed, expunged, or eradicated, well, they're also off limits. You'll have to do an assessment of the findings. So, for example, if someone took a joyride when they were 17 and now they're 57 with no other criminal history and the job doesn't even involve driving, well, you wouldn't have much to stand on in rescinding their job offer. The process of doing the assessment is really by the numbers, but it includes very specific steps that you have to take in the proper order. I've included a link to the full Ban the Box process workflow in the show notes. It'll guide you through the steps you'll need to deal with a negative report. It may seem like a lot of steps, but it's worth it to bring on someone who could add something really special to your team. And when you think about it, sometimes we all need a second chance. Oh. And it's the law. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place.